With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to the final word. Everton 2, Tottenham Hotspur 2 at Goodison Park at the weekend. The Blues fighting back twice to get a hard-fought draw um, and keep their unbeaten Premier League 2024 record intact. Three draws out of three, but hey, who's counting? Well, me, quite obviously. Do you want my Jack in the studio? Uh, Jack, good result or... Disappointing to drop another three points at home. Yeah, I think you've got to be satisfied with it as well. We know Tottenham are a good team. We've had a close game with them already this season, so we went into this knowing we could make chances against them, but we went into that game in better form with a slightly bigger squad as well. And um, no, I'd be lying if I said I was particularly optimistic going into this game, so I think I'm personally happy with the points, but... More so happy with the attitude displayed by the players to come back from behind twice to, you know, claw that point back. You know, too often we've seen an Everton team have a good first half and not carry that into the second second half. Mm. You know, we talk a lot about games we should have won or should have done better in. That's quite often been the story. So the fact that he managed to maintain the performance, you know, albeit at the end of the second half, um, speaks a lot about the mentality of this squad for me and that's something I can only be happy with. Ped, I mean, it was absolutely key that Everton had a Drisagana guy back in this side. No Amadou Onana again, no Adelaide Corre again. So Ghana coming back in was timely, really, mm. wasn't it, given no Anze Gomez either and Dan Juba, we'd lost the Fulham as well. Yeah, massive, massive um, turn of fate there, isn't it, really, mm. that he was back to, to playing the game, which I don't think we could have got through with Dwight McNeil <laughs> in there. Uh, he's bad enough in his own position, never mind another one position. But he, that's, um, no, Ghana was really good and had like, what, half a day's training or something, mm-hmm. a day's rest, um, a couple of flights. And no, he was he was excellent and reminding everybody once again why he is such a good player, why he has always been important to Everton. And, and um, yeah, he had, he had an excellent game, man of the match probably. Mm-hmm. Um and it was so key, so key that we just, just got that. Sometimes you're looking for a little bit of luck and just him being available was that luck. 
Yeah, I mean, Spurs got into their rhythm quite quickly. I thought Everton, Everton started the open a couple of minutes, like, pressing quite well, really, and forcing Spurs to, to reset almost, but it didn't take very long before Richarlison put them ahead. And Ben Godfrey got sucked inside because Udoji come in off the, le at the left-back position, really central, and Godfrey went after him, which meant there was a, a big gap down that right-hand side, and they eventually work it to the line, cut it back, and Richarlison's on his own. And I keep looking at it and thinking, should Brantwaite have just gone and marked Richarlison instead of going trying to cut the first ball up? And the problem is, if you don't cut that first ball up, you are leaving someone free, Jack. And unfortunately, it was Richarlison, and he swept it into the roof of the net from close range. Yeah, it was difficult, wasn't it? Because there was a few players you look at and go, maybe they could have either picked up Richarlison or moved distance. I think Bramfleet, he likes to follow the ball and attack mm. the ball, doesn't he? Someone who likes to step out, and that's why he goes for that. But yeah, you look at Richarlison making that slightly later run into the box and go, someone needs to be picking him up there. He'd be someone's man yeah. at the end of the day. And um, yeah, it was a good start for Tottenham, which was disappointing from an Everton perspective. Obviously, you see them get that first goal, you know, Tottenham a bit stronger in midfield than us, just mm. in terms of not the player quality as such, but just the numbers that they had. And you think Tottenham is going to get a hold on this game now with a 1-0 lead and just control the tempo from here after getting a goal so early. And, you know, fortunately, that wasn't the case. But when that first goal goes in, those are the first negative thoughts that creep in, aren't they? Yeah, and our record paired against them is dreadful, as we discussed yeah. last week. We've only won nine times against them in the Premier League, which is outrageously bad. The the, the one glaring hope for me all day was they didn't have Harry Kane anymore. He's been a big part of that for 10 years and just banging one in from 30 yards, but going behind so early. I mean, Richie went to celebrate, then kind of just went, no, and yeah. I remember where I am. I haven't forgot I'm still Richie from the block and all that. But you know what I was impressed with after that was... Everton just got down to doing the, obviously whatever the game plan was and we had for me the best kind of protest most visual protest we've had against the 10 points I think just the colour of the cards I think the minute they went up around the ground yeah. on 10 minutes you know, you couldn't fail to see where they, they were everywhere and it was I a think really... the coverage as well was good yeah. for the change was as well, because they actually paid it some attention they right. said what it was and what it was That's about good. That's good. as well it, you mm. know it, Different broadcaster than we've had in the past of a game's yeah, navy. That's the factor. Yeah. But no, it was good. But we did we did sort of get a get a handle on the game, and it would have been easy, like Jack said, to maybe go the other way over behind against a really good side, and probably no way back for us now because we haven't been great at coming back in games. Mm -hmm. But I thought we got down to doing what we were trying to do quite yeah, quickly. Yeah, I really. thought we did. I thought it was the case of the process again, wasn't it? <laughs> the quick the goal. early goal. Yeah. The early goal. And um, no, I think we just got we just rolled our sleeves up and just said, well, you know, we're we're here to play a game. Let's not forget what we've been doing all week. And I mean at the end of the day you you train all week not to just like not concede goals but actually mm. score or create opportunities like set pieces mm. to score and we just got back on it and, and it was such a weird team because you watch us and you don't, I, I don't still don't understand how we play like in mm. terms of what, when I watch other teams and I see what they do. And, but we, we do, we do seem to worry, like worry teams will get in positions where they know uh, maybe, maybe the told don't give away set pieces or don't give away corners and we get into good areas and, that can create those opportunities and then and then 
you know, we've made the most of it. Um, with a few, you know, we've done well, I think, on a couple of set pieces just to unnerve the goalkeeper, mm. um, make him start to think, I'm going to have to maybe do something I don't want to do and uh, come off my line or someone's... And, and, it, and it all sort of started moving towards if we keep getting those set pieces and putting them in the right areas, we might have a bit of joy in. We were getting behind them quite well. I mean, again, it showed our lack of pace, I thought. The, the, some of the balls were really good. I mean, mm. I think Taki did those couple of cross-field passes as well. And we were getting behind them really easily, mm. I thought. But we just didn't have the pace. No. And they do gamble and they do have Van der Venter who's got, who can cover that yeah. ground really well. But if we had a little bit of pace up front or in the wide areas, I think I think we would have, would have, had, would have had a couple of uh, more chances. So... Mm. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard, whatever. It's really hard to put your finger on it at times, what what, what we're trying to do. Mm. But whatever we're trying to do, generally we do create opportunities. Not always chances, but mm. opportunities just to sit in the opposition's ass. I, I just thought for the amount of, in the opening half an hour before we did score, the amount of times we got in good areas and mm. just... Like Ashley Young put three great crosses in. Dom was just hovering outside the box and then was like, mm. oh yeah, should have gone, shouldn't I? And... No one's coming in like McNeil should have been steaming in there on the back and he was having a little jog into the box and Young was getting quite frustrated and we'd had a shot from Garner that was blocked. We'd had one wide for a corner. The keeper had made a good save from Michalenko, but I think there was a, a nudge there. But we, we were putting them under pressure. Dom had had one over and we were getting, they were looking a little bit unsettled off set plays, whether it be free kick or whether it be a corner. And then we eventually do get the corner and we get the equaliser and it's an Everton corner that has worked and we stopped doing it but on Saturday I think we we probably used it too much in the end but certainly in the first half Dwight McNeil in swinging with the left foot was very effective and Jack we eventually get a goal we thought it was for Dominic Calvert-Lewin it's brushed off the leg of Jack Harrison when going in and um, the goal's been credited to Jack Harrison uh, albeit he didn't know anything about it and he was going in anyway, but we got level and, and Spurs were Spurs were looking a little bit uh, a little bit wobbly at that stage. Yeah, uh, first off, I do feel bad for Dom because you know he really needs that goal and you know he does effectively get one mm. at the weekend. It was announced it is, he celebrated it and it gets given to Harrison to so, you know that mental side of you know every time he plays that you haven't scored the next amount of game yeah. and that goes up every game. So you know, unfortunately, he's still going to have to deal with that. But the most important thing is is that we did score and um, yet yeah, we identified something Tottenham was struggling with. I think mm. Vicario is a very good shot stopper, but he's not the most commanding presence coming off his line mm. put Tarkowski in front of him and yeah it's a simple tactic but I think you've got to implement it well because goalkeepers are very protected mm. in this league and you know it, if you give them even an inch too much the referees will protect them and give the foul against mm. the goalkeeper so you do have to be careful and you know how you implement it make it hard for them but you know take as much as you can and we did that for both goals actually but mm. for the first and you know they checked it on the VAR I think Initially, although there isn't a foul there, you see a mess of bodies in the middle, and you see the keeper lying on the floor, and you think they're just going to find something. Yeah, they're mm. looking for something. They want to find something. Mm. It, thankfully, it's not given. Um, oh, sorry, uh, thankfully, the VAR decision is not given, yeah. and we get the goal. And yeah, I just think it was massive to equalise again in the first half, and you know, get a reward for trying. And it wasn't just a plucky old Everton having a 15 minute rally but getting nothing from it and then you know submitting to defeat we actually got that goal back so we could start taking the game to Tottenham again and 
yeah, it just goes back to the mentality of these players, and I'm proud of them for that because we haven't seen that in Everton teams for a long time and mm. this mentality of not actually giving up and not just looking like we're trying not to give up but, you know, secretly giving up. They actually went for it and they got the rewards. I, I thought Everton were a better side in the first half. I really mm. did. I thought we were we were the team. They Spurs didn't create anything, really, apart from the two. Two goals. Yeah, apart from the two goals, which sounds stupid to say, but you know what I mean. It wasn't, I said this the other day, it wasn't like we were hanging on and... It was chance after chance. We were in. We were very, very comfortable. And actually, when it went one-one, I thought to myself, "We can win this because there's just they're not doing any. They're not like we're getting troubled. I mean, I don't know what did, did you, were you feeling similar or what? Because we, we um, seemed to have our tails up at that time. I thought, yeah, I thought we were doing all right. I, I think you. I don't know. It's like a mentality thing, isn't it? You always mm. think there's going to be a sting in the tail when you're playing teams that are higher up in the ta- table, or or whether it's just because you think they will take their chances mm. and we don't, um, or we don't certainly don't make that many. At what you know, one one. I thought we deserved we deserved to be at one one, and you think like, let's just keep going and mm. see what we get out of the game, and um, yeah, I started going back to the goal though. I just like. I still can't understand. Like, I just generally don't understand that was Allison's goal. It's just like, I, I still can't see a touch, but obviously it must be a touch. But like, Dom, like, there's, I've got a still of like, Dom's two yards out, puts the power behind it. I'm just like, the ball doesn't change direction. I'm just like, couldn't you just give it to Dom? He's brushed off Harrison's I know, it's just like, but, but it if he did the defender, it wouldn't be an on goal. No, but I can, only think, I can only think it's for like, Betting purposes, then. Maybe. Gets and I remember when Golden got one off Richie, and I understand that because it, that like, it like clipped up, didn't yeah. it? No, I know what you're saying. But if it just brushes, that, but like, you know, like, like Jack was just saying, that can make a difference to someone's like season, that hmm. having a goal. Well, it's mean, twice he's had the goal chalked like, off against Spurs, I just I didn't get it at all. I've looked at it loads of times. I'm thinking, that it's the defender, you don't go with an own goal. So why? I don't get it. You're right, it's probably for betting or whatever. But at the same time, what about if you say Dom was going to get the first goal and it's a defender and and it's taken off him and it's given us an own goal? I, I don't get that myself. It should it should be if it changes direction of the ball. And I just want I just want it's Dom. like that. It's you want Dom to score. That's what we, we all we all should no, want Dom to score. We do. It's like I suppose you need that Ronaldo technology in the World Cup when he yeah. it brushed off his ear and he ran just, away and then he said it actually. Didn't. No, I think I think yeah. the reason they gave it to Jack Harrison was because they checked whether Jack Harrison was offside. So maybe it's like, well, if we're checking and he's not, you, that means it's a his goal. But it wouldn't I, I don't. Have been to me, but no matter though. Would it? No, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't get. I don't get it. I don't get it. Why? Why? That, we, why it's given? But, yeah. But yeah. I thought we were in. We were in the ascendancy at that stage, and we kept yeah. nicking the ball off them. And Garner should have played Dom in. One, he had a shock up, deflected wide, and we we did keep taking the ball off them. I thought we did that well. Garner kept nipping in and getting in front of them, and they couldn't get any rhythm. Madison. Was very quiet for mm. how good a footballer he was. He is rather Mopai that. Mopai got in his head, yeah. Mopai got in his head. Uh, with the Dart, agent. The Dart, agent, agent Mopai. Mopai. Uh, but then, on a rare break, Spurs broken, got back in front of him. I mean, it was a brilliant finish by the Charleston, but we lost three 50 50 tackles in the midfield. James Garner won, but he should have, he should have won the ball. And they work it into that wide space, comes back to Madison. He just flicks it on one nicely to the Charleston and he. Bends it into the top corner, nothing Jordan Pickford could do about it. And that was a that definitely was a sucker punch at that stage. 
Yeah, it was a good punch, wasn't it? And um, the midfield battle was just such fine margins because mm. uh, Garner and Gay were both doing really well in terms of winning the ball back. But mm. because we were overwhelmed in midfield, if there ever came a scenario where they didn't win the ball and they lost out on a 50-50, which is what happened, mm. they were on the attack straight away. And um, yeah, they thought Madison did do well for that goal. Mm. It was one of his only moments in the game, but he just sought his feet out well. It picks Richarlison out nicely and then... Um, one of the best finishes of Richarlison's career as well, yeah, which is so. just, uh, what's the phrase, is it Everton that? Yeah, but um, good goal from them, disappointing from our perspective that it came mm. from us um, you know, losing the ball and not being able to win it back. But um, yeah, just a bit frustrating after the first half with ads, but like you say, I think we did have the better of it, especially mm. that sort of second half of the second half had been mm -hmm. on top of them had some good chances and it was just one breakaway that made the difference and then that's where again you get the feeling of like look we can play well here but, but these are just going to score every time they go forward just because they're winning the ball back and being able to commit men forwards i mean again ped he didn't sell it in fact his second one was even where he put his head the shirt over as he he went full he had a look and went what would ashley williams mm. do he put his head over his uh the shirt over his head and, and he's upset Tim Sherwood, former Tottenham manager of course and player because uh, he said he should have just bothered not scoring there if he doesn't want to celebrate. Look well, how unhappy he is. He's kind of there to do his I job, mean, Tim. Not, part of the game. Man, man yeah. goes to work, does job. Mm, part of, the, part of the game. Uh, but, I mean, I suppose if you're a Spurs fan, you'd be a bit like, just put your arms up or at least like smile as long as you're not running to the street end on your knees. Mm. If he'd have just gone like that with his teammates, he'd just go, fair enough. We, we know what he's like and you know what, he he's come out and done an Instagram post saying, you know, yesterday I met my my life partner or something. He quite clearly loves Everton. Yeah, of course he does. We know he still walks around with his Everton shorts on. He loves Everton. He went because of Everton's stupid fucking financial position. The only reason the lad left the football club. He plays for Spurs and he's scoring goals. Fair play to him. But... With that, we still nearly equalised again off another corner straight after it. It's a, it's a really good save by Vicario, actually. Goes to the back post, gets headed down, he gets the first save. Mm, and as Jack Harrison's about to knock it in for 2-2, he sticks a foot away, out and kicks it away. And very much like Fulham surviving when it looked like it's in the net. Spurs survived and um, that was a really, really good save, Pat. No, it was. The second one really was. And for that reason, Jack Harrison should have had the first goal taken off him. <laughs> Forget about no, Dom. I can't. I can't. You know what? They know the best thing for Dom. Go to City and get a hat trick. Then we'll all we'll all load them. Can't just try and gift people things. I don't Go think and you'd do have it. Gifted them anything. Go and do it. Your job. Don't come out second half and sulk like he did because your goal's been taken Baby off you. He was he was poor second half. He played really well first half. Made some cracking runs, but second half, I don't know what happened. But uh, now we were. Un I thought we were a bit unlucky not to go in two two with the break, and I did feel. Confidence at half time that we get something out of the game. Mm. They then came up for me with a better yeah, team in the second half. They moved the ball just in ways we don't move it. But still didn't have loads. They had a James Madison left foot strike, which Pickford made a good save from. They had another one which Pickford stopped, which Pickford saved, but it would have been off the lines and eventually. And that as well pissed me off on Saturday. Twice the lines and put the flag up as we were running yeah. through. On it. goal. And yet, when Werner went through, he just let it all play, even though you could see Werner was 27 yards offside because he doesn't know how to play offside. He let it all go on. Pickford made a really good save. It plays on for a bit and then he puts his flag away. 
where's that? Haven't you got to let both play mm. out? Why can you go, no, I'm putting it up. It can't be looking at the badge on the shirt, mate. Because I'm not having that. I'm not having just because it's Everton. He put the flag up. But I have seen that the last two home games. McNeil put it in the net last week. Or, sorry, went through and hit the key with it last week, man. It's probably Against Luton. And he put the flag up before he, he played on. It's become such a topic of conversation when they leave it and when you don't leave it, though. I think they're probably See, I, worried about I, no, what they yeah, pull the I, underst- I don't like it. I really don't like it. But I understand why they do it. Because mm-hmm. they could get they it wrong. The core I, I scored against Villa. Didn't he? And looking at it, you knew live it was offside, mm-hmm. but he scored and then the Lions can put the flag up. I don't get it when in the same game for one team you put the flag up as I'm running through one goal. But for the other team you let the lad go through one goal. And the keeper has to save it and all and then it, it's a bit of where's it got and then he puts his flag. I don't get it. Mm. You either don't put it up or you put it up every time. You yeah. can't you can't like I think decide. any scenario in which it, there's a possibility it might be on side, you keep the flag down as well and this hysteria has come from when Stones got injured against us because that was from an offside. But I don't think it really has much to do There's with been the a few players get injured. Got injured. Edison got injured at Newcastle for the same thing. And he was out as others. But I think if you're going with VAR, you do need to let the offside Just let it play out Because then. offsides yeah. are often very fine margin. That's why yeah. VAR was brought in really, wasn't it? So. Absolutely, man. Were you disappointed by that second half? We... When we got forward, which we did enough times, but we just make the wrong decision. Like Dom would be making runs mm. and the cross wouldn't come in. And then by the... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Time we reach and we come back with the ball. There's nowhere to spare. Just got enough men back. There was nowhere to go with the ball. I don't know if disappointed. I'm used to it. Just, no, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Is limited. it disappointing that we've never gone no, on from we're, what I we think do? We're a very limited team. We are very limited. I think if you if you understand that, then I think. It makes it a lot easier to watch Everton. I think we're a very limited side, dude. That coaches could probably figure out by the time they get to the by the time they get to our time, time and can relay a lot of that information. And players do tire, and obviously we'll come on to the subs. Players do tire, and um, opposition can change little tweaks and maybe move players around a little bit to deal with stuff. And we we did rely a bit more on the second half of the ball over the top. Um, which we were getting in, they really good passes, and we we were we were staying disciplined and staying on side, but we just didn't have the pace. No, well, he's like, Van, let's be like, Van der Ven is like a bleeding hundred meters. He shouldn't be allowed to be like though. But he is by the rules of of being a defender. <laughs> that's what he, he shouldn't is. be he's allowed brilliant. to. He's lightning, and his tackles are brilliant. So you, you were always in trouble. You had to almost bring him out a bit and go the other side of him. But we didn't have, if, and that's where if our wide plays were quick. Dom could have made the run across and we could have had someone in. What I'm saying is the thing what I what blows my mind that it was just so evident on Saturday was where we were crossing the ball from. It's like I just go back to when we had dunk. That's yeah. what it's got it's like watching that football again and watching where we hit the ball to. Like we put one in on Saturday. I mean I don't understand what Dom was thinking because he could have took it on chest and oh, he was in on goal. Yeah. But we crossed the ball. 
like 20 yards further back from the penalty area when there was acres of space and he's headed it gone. I don't know what he was trying to do. If he did just gone like that, he was in on goal because he got between the two defenders. But we're not giving the lad a chance. No. Go beyond the penalty area, like the line he had to the box, and then put it in where he can attack it. Because if he gets good contact on it, it's going at the goal. And yet we're crossing them sort of easier and we're putting them in on angles. And I honestly... Whether you like him or you don't, whether he's in good form or bad form, I don't know what you want him to do really, other than just flick something on. Because we don't it's not like we have someone running beyond them. And it's not like Dwight McNeil's running so he can just get a little flick and he's in because Dwight McNeil hangs back. So I, I that to me, whether you're limited or not, that is still basic to get lads to run beyond their fullback and cross the ball. That's like the most basic thing you can do. Well, yeah, it's because we're floating crosses in rather than whipping mm. them, whipping them directly at the penalty mm. uh, spot and then coming in with momentum, you're hitting it hard. The keeper didn't come off his line. The angle small. The goalie doesn't leave his line. I think it's because it takes us too long to get the ball in the box sometimes, though. Mm. Sometimes they let themselves get closed down more. You can't really whip across in as much yeah. to get that bit of separation. You can only float one in, try and whip one in, it's getting blocked. So I think maybe that's our problem. It takes us too long to get it in the box and you know that can be a combination of factors either you know it, it takes them too long to get up the pitch mm. you don't have that fullback running around them to lay the ball off to or to take a man with and give a bit more space or is it limitations of the wingers as well it, i think it's mm. a combination of all three but i think the sooner we can start really whipping these balls in for dom to attack a pace you know at, at narrower angle so it's not going to go wide or over mm. he's headed down either corner I think he'll do a lot better as well. But at the moment, we're just floating him into Dom on the edge of the box on his own. And even if he does win it, which he doesn't do every time anyway, he, he can't do that much with it. No, it's a, it does, it does annoy me. Because well. I don't know what I... That, mm. As much as I don't, don't think, think he's playing well. We just well. don't have the pace to get behind teams, have we? We just don't have... The full-backs don't overlap enough. Mm. Uh, certainly on the left, Michelin. I thought Godfrey tried up and got. Well, he can because he got the recovery tried pace. Tried to, didn't he? And he's he got made the recovery pace. And got back in the second half brilliantly again yeah. when they broke as well. He by can the way. get up and down. That's mm. his major strength, isn't it? That's why the manager might look at him and think he'll do he'll do a job in there. Mm. Um, we just don't have the pace to get behind teams. And, and I think Michelenko's worried because he knows McNeil yeah. hasn't got the legs either. So if he goes beyond McNeil, and we lose it, and they break McNeil can't run really. And Michalenko's not the quickest. He's, he's, he can get there, but he's not the quickest. And that's why. But I do, I do look at it and think, we're going to have to come up with something that'll get our wide plays beyond their mm. fullbacks because it will give us a better opportunity of scoring goals. Certainly for our striker. I mean, Dom. Dom's most successful season was he was between the posts. And we were just... I know we had Hammers Rodriguez, and we had Luca Dean and that, but what it means, we were getting Seamus Coleman was cutting them back, he was tapping them in. We were getting round. It's just... Well, it's it's such a limited play. team, though. I, I think... But, Ped, you can play that way, even with limitations. Yeah, I don't think you can, though. No. Oh, I honestly... Right. I think right. poor players are... are Look poor. at Luton. I know, but Luton they... are they, very limited, but they, they use what they've got really well. I, 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 I don't think we've got the players. I don't think we've got the players in the wide positions... Uh, McNeil, he's had an awful season. No, he's, been, uh, he's been awful. He's been, I don't know, awful season. We had a little, had a little spurt in December. Where we won the four games, but he's had an awful season. Jack Harrison blows hot and cold, and obviously he's not playing wide at the moment. But then you've got Ashley Young playing right midfield. And he, he's doing well in what he's been asked to do. Mm. We don't have anyone who cuts a team open. 
with very, very limited. But that's why I would have runners beyond. But Rolex, I don't think we've got runners, though. Where, who are these the runners? Fullbacks should go back. But they don't. But they don't. But Michalenko is, is, is poor once he goes over the halfway line. That's that's just the truth. There's no hiding from it. He's a really solid defender, but once he gets past the halfway line, he's really, really poor. And the right side changes that often, and it goes from being like a young lad who defensively has got still absolutely loads to learn mm. to Seamus Coleman, who's more rounded and knows when to make the run, but can he make the run anymore? Ashley Young, again, is more in the Seamus Coleman. Mm. Ben Godfrey, who who's an athlete and really doesn't have that other side of him. I just don't think we've got the play. I think sometimes mm. you have to... I look at the situation and I... Do you know You can ask for a certain style of play, but the, the reality is is that if you don't have the players to play, you have to... And I think that's the one thing Sean Dice has figured out really quickly about this Everton side is, is that there's no point trying to be clever. Do what works for the team, what brings the strengths out of it. And I think... That's that's the one thing he's brought us. I think you you I think you actually I think you've just give a little bit of discredit to Luton because after watching Luton last week, I think pace and movements are a thing that they actually the have. I think are limited. Yeah, but they, but they've got pace. Thank God, he's got pace. But, he's but, limited. But, but he's one player. Who else in our team's got pace? I know. I, but who else has got pace? No, but I know. I, you I, need I can pace, see you can you? run. Our centre forward certainly can't run. He's got you no should pace. be able to, but he got can't pace. run. Our not, midfield not can't run. The problem is, if you're, well, we're knackered then because if yeah, our ga- if our game plan from our management team who who, can't, who train all week and the best they can come up with is cross a ball thirty yards from the penalty spot, we're fucked. We don't score goals unless the first pieces. Look, look. No, but like, this is reality. I watched Doncaster at the bottom of the freaking whole pyramid get there. Fullbacks who couldn't run beyond our fullbacks and put crosses in and put us on in. In trouble. Most basic football teams in, in the world, you've got to work out how to get more out of what you've got. I understand what you're saying. We're never playing triangles. No one's getting on the head up in the midfield because we don't have anyone who's good enough to do it. But we have got to start putting the ball in better zones. But don't you think? Otherwise, that, our striker's never going to score a goal. Don't you think, though, just from a just from a basic point of view? He, what he wants to do is get clean sheets. He's risk averse, and that's what mm. has got us to where we are. I I I think it it's it, it can be difficult to look at a situation in the whole, but I think I, I, I honestly just don't think we've got the players. I just, first half, Ashley Young was beyond the fullback for three great crosses in because they don't come in that often. The Dom doesn't spin and go, I know this is coming in, so he's waiting on the edge of the box thinking this will get put back and then it'll get tossed up. Where Young just got it out of his feet and put it but in. But you've said it yourself. They t- they've obviously tweaked the system, and then Ashley Young has to become more of a a defensive player rather than an offensive player. That message has to get across to him, doesn't it? And then if because if he doesn't if he doesn't do his defensive job and they get in, then point things will be pointed. And ultimately, Everton are always have always got a chance because of set pieces. I think we're more likely mm. to score from. I think we're more likely to score from a set piece than we are from. Um, a player putting the ball in because mm. ultimately, so why Don probably took the header from the from the from the edge of the box because who 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 else was in there with them? I mean that was that was a, a cross, but just nobody, no one from midfield gambles. Why the call is so important, mm. isn't it? No one from midfield gambles. Dom's like, can I take this down? If I flick it on, what's the point? I might as well just have a go. All right, who knows? The goalie might slip over and it's the, the chance. But I tell you what, the chances. Of the goal of him getting it on target and the goal he's dropping it in, then 
him flicking it on and actually someone behind Oh no, me. I'm not sure. I, I, he should have took it on his chest. But what I'm saying is, we just don't give him enough. No, we don't. We're not giving him anything. A big factor is a Sean Dice team is very wary of overcommitting as well. Now, I'm, no, I'm no, no. a full believer of we sh- should and could push more bodies forward as mm. well, but then that maybe comes at the expense of a little bit of defensive stability. I think Sean Dyche would always rather be within one goal's distance because we have the threat from set pieces and you know, yeah, we do have yeah. some attacking talent than you know, slightly increase our attack and threat to also massively increase our vulnerability at the back, especially earlier in the game. Mm. Going into the final minutes, it's a bit different and that's why we think it committed more later on, especially mm. Godfrey as well, because he made more runs later on in the game in the second half. And I think he's a player who maybe does have the capabilities to get forward more and make that run. It's the final ball from Godfrey that yeah, you worry about. And he's maybe, not a is he? <laughs> maybe the conversation is okay, maybe we get one pass further on, but maybe the ball into the box is even worse than what we're currently getting. We'd have an increased chance of giving it away and we've pushed but more forward up the pitch. You just get him and put him in zone, surely. The, the, I get it. Has to be a middle ground. I understand. Thing, I can see what I can see, and I understand what he's doing. I just still think the professional footballers, and they should have the ability to go beyond the fullback and put a cross in. Because otherwise, if it is, if what we're saying basically is play for nil nil and hope we get a free kick or a corner, all right, then that's on me. Then I just have to go. This man, that's all this manager's got, and probably loads of managers in non-league and Sunday league could do the same thing. Because you have to work with what you've got, I get that. But you also have to come up with ways to beat teams. You can't, if, if all we're doing is set pieces, then when we play equally poor sides who are good at defending set pieces, then that's negated, isn't it? You can't flick a switch and go, right, today, lads, we're playing this different way that we haven't done all season. I'm not asking them to rip it up and go two at the back and five up front. What I'm saying is we have to get people beyond our last line of attack who can put a ball across for Dominic to get in there and for other people to make runs in and get bodies in the box and when we do that we look like we're going to score and it, it is easier when the Corey is there because he is always in the box I just think the last few games and maybe it is because the Corey isn't there we've started that thing where we're crossing the ball further and further back and it does remind me of when we had dunk up front and we were hitting these angled buttons it's like what do you want them to do and on the occasions when we did get it into that zone towards the corner flag and cut it across, he dead them in. And I was like, that's basic. But it is basic because we are basic. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, that, I'm asking for a little bit more work. If we're gonna if we're gonna score goals and ultimately what will get us away from any danger will be scoring goals, not keeping clean sheets. Because keeping clean sheets if we don't attack might yield us the odd point. Whereas, or, well, we'll if we keep clean seats, we'll get at least a point, won't we, Michael Owen? But that's where we'll be. But I do think we have to. I do think we have to have a little bit more going forward. And yeah. it's not. It's not a massive thing. I just think players just get a, be a little bit braver. And then, like you should get the crossing early. Then don't wait. Because when you wait and they get set, we are more likely to give the ball away. Yeah, I think it comes down to middle ground, doesn't it? I don't mm. think our system allows us to be extremely more adventurous. I also don't think we have the player quality to be mm. extremely more adventurous. It's making little improvements and also looking on the wingers themselves as well. Because mm. Harris, when he's out wide, I think sometimes he could do sort on his feet out a little bit quicker. Mm. Sometimes he'll take three touches. And I think the it's because he's on the right and he's got he wants to get it. Even though he can use his right foot, he wants to get it back on the left. Yeah. He's not like 
when we had Andros Townsend, who was quite happy to go past and chip it, just like, chop it in with his right yeah, foot. That's definitely a factor. Mm. And look on the left and look at McNeil and go, okay, you know, you don't have the pace to get to the line, yeah, but you've yeah. got a good left foot. It's early. And mm. it comes down to the coach and the Dom as well. It's like, look, yeah. this ball's going ahead of you. Mm. You're not going to, you know, stay stationary and try and flick it on. You're going towards the goal dive mm. if you have to go towards it. But Pedro, I mean, he made he made subs at the week. We had four subs mm -hmm. at the weekend. Shocking. Going into that, we didn't really, we didn't really create anything in the second half that that they were worried. We had corners, and that was where that frustrated me as well. With I think we had three or four where McNeil basically just put it into the goalie's hands, mm -hmm. and it's like I know what he was doing, and the keeper they must have said to Vicario over our time, just come and claim it, mate. Get your arms up. I would have liked McNeil to mix one of them up. I'm yeah, it'd be nice if we had another, quarter, another corner routine, wouldn't it? Mm. I mean, that's where you can say, if that's your strength, why aren't we dropping one in the front post yeah, and just trying to get someone to grant it? Yeah, Maybe yeah. if the goalkeeper keeps on thinking it's going to the back mm. post, then why mm. not mix it up and try and do something different? And that was that was very frustrating, that. Because um, that was a good opportunity for us, yeah, wasn't it, when we got caught? opportunity, yeah, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, no, that was massively frustrating, mm. when, especially when... We huff and puff to make to try and get them. Mm. As I say, we're very, we're a very limited side. No, it's, we are. There's no like, there's no dressing it up, is there? No, no dressing it up at all. No, not at all. But we did stick with it. He brought on yeah. Beto. We brought Jimmy. I mean, brought Jimmy on before Beto. Mm -hmm. Just asked him to play a little bit off it. Dobbin eventually come on. Seamus come on because Godfrey had cramp. Luckily, it's only cramp because I think the last two games, though, Ben Godfrey's had really yeah, two really well. good games. Great recovery tackle up full. Great recovery tackle on Saturday. The same, basically mm -hmm. the same thing at the weekend. And that that is what he's got. Um, but Chimiti had a great opportunity. I think it's yeah. Dobbin, isn't it? He puts Dobbin, it in. Yeah. And if he takes a touch, he's on his own with the goalkeeper. And I can see what he's doing. If that goes right in the corner, you go, what a finish. But... Didn't. He didn't. It's a difficult finish <laughs> to get right as well, yeah. the way you approach it. That needs mm. to be perfect because yeah. you're not hitting that with power. It's a technique mm. shot as well, so it does need to be right in that Could corner. Have been first touch. Um, Again, he's a young lad. He's yeah. probably a bit apprehensive and he, he doesn't want to take it on his weak foot as well. Mm. But you know, those can be the moments that can be decisive where you just need that little bit of composure just to take it, set yourself up one-on-one -on -one with the keeper on a nice angle. Mm. Ped... Been lots of talk that Everton could have had maybe two penalties. Yeah. Um, I know one of them appeared to be outside the box anyway, but with anything in either of them for you? Yeah, I, I thought it was something in both of them. Mm. I thought the first one was probably... I think you want your centre-forward to be stronger. Yeah. In that position, because if you stand up, maybe you, you ride that challenge out and get something on it. Mm. The second one, I think, is a foul. I mean, it is outside the box. I thought it was inside when I first seen it. I didn't realise centre-backs were just allowed to step in front of people with their elbows mm. as they were running. Yeah. And you don't think you can be... It doesn't matter how soft you are or how strong you are in those conditions. That's a foul. Mm. It's a foul anywhere. Momentum, isn't it? It's a foul anywhere, that, for me. Uh, even more so that it was outside the box. The first one, you just you don't get you just don't get them. No, no. Sadly, um, and maybe it is up to him to be a bit stronger in that in that position. But mm. the first one, yeah, sorry, the second one, yeah, I thought it's definitely a foul. I just don't understand how you can you can move across someone like that. And you pay, but you you only have to. See, I mean, again, you watch it from a cam the camera angle. You can see cause he knows what he's doing. He's oh, come yeah, on, yeah. and he's all Billy bollocks. Got a top knot. You know, come on. He's like, I'll show you, Josh, one that I wanted to move here. Yeah. Um, 
Mm. And he's he stepped he stepped across him and he's yeah. done him and and yeah you fucked up the wheels of your knobheads. <laughs> so. uh, but Everton did we did get the equaliser and again VAR tried its best to take it away. Must I don't understand why everyone could see it came off Romero. But hey ho, we got a free kick over on the far side. Uh, Michael Oliver had had the shocking game, real really really poor game as usual. Um, Howard Webb's doing a tremendous job at the PGMOL. Uh, say it every week, making them worse than what they were, which is quite a feat. Uh, Oliver had had a terrible game, you know, players kicking a ball away and rather than booking them, just turning his back and pretending he was looking at something else. Um, and there was one where we, it's a blatant foul, Kulazewski brings him down, it's a booking for him. He doesn't book him, he decides to run and book Sean Dyche instead of booking where the foul was. But Everton do get a free kick. Uh, James Garner throws it in Romero with a lovely little flick on and Jared Brantwaite doing brilliantly following mm. it in and just nudges it over the line for his first ever goal at Goodison and the place goes into raptures and I actually done a little thing of celebrating because I thought he's onside because I'd seen Romero edit so mm. he can't be off and seeing where he'd made the run from it wasn't even close but then we had the thing again where VAR is looking taking such something. a long time. Looking for something. And I just I do i I just can't understand and the minute the sooner they can get this AI stuff in, mm. the better. I'm sorry, I'm, there won't be many things I say that about because AI is obviously that's for a different conversation, but this it works because it's a decision very quickly. Where I had a position where it was on, where I sit the cameras are there so I could see. And a good 40 seconds before Michael Oliver gave the goal, it had onside the VAR thing goal. So I knew. We all knew around us it was a goal. And yet it's another 30, 40 seconds before he goes goal. You know, and it that's a 94th minute equaliser in a key game for us. Mm. And that, OK, the fans were celebrating the first, but you hear that. And then you have that, that emotion start. And what it also does as well is, how many times we've seen this to our detriment, Newcastle a few years ago, you can see the goal in injury time mm. and the emotion's still going. When the game restarts, you're still, when hell your head's out and they get the ball back and you're under pressure. We did get the ball back at the weekend, but too long had gone between the two, the goal and that, you know what I mean? It's like, say, say he would have gone, say there was no doubt, say like Spurs had a man on the line, he heads it in and Oliver gives it and there's nothing. Yeah, kicks off the crowd, are bouncing. Within 30 seconds of that ball crossing the line, you get the ball again, and the crap, their nerves are gone. We've seen it. We've seen so many times. Well, the adrenaline spike, that's getting it. a goal that's in, you know, 90 plus whatever minutes, yeah. and then. Um, because there was still time, another three minutes left, it, yeah. It's Simmers back down, you, you go on that emotional come down, sort mm. of, and then you just left empty after that. And it, yeah, yeah. it's unfortunate. I do understand everything needs to be checked by VAR, but it doesn't need to be checked for that long because there was nothing there. It comes mm. off from Hero's head. Yeah. Now, some aspects of VAR and refereeing, it, it comes down to, you know, personal view. The referee has to make yeah. an informed decision on, oh, is, is that obsessive force? Oh, has he meant to do that? This, that, and the other. Yeah. Offside, black and white. This AI system for offside is mm. black and white, and, and that would tell you quickly. within 10 seconds. Mm. Now, it's onside, comes off Romero, goal for Everton. Yeah. You're back underway then. Mm. At the moment, you've got referees who aren't particularly great at the job. And if you believe this sort of thing, we're looking for a reason to disallow the goal because mm. it took a long time mm. to grant a goal that was perfectly fine. Mm. 
So it just it completely takes the wind out of the sales of the game. It's okay. Look, we probably wouldn't have got a third. We've got the second and what No, happy but you about just that. don't know though. But do you? you deserve you deserve the opportunity. And I know it was still played after Say, that. They played the time that. No, they went did. On. But it's flat but and it's they reset. Say Everton kicked off, got the ball back. The crowd are because it's electric. You go fun, you get a corner. It's then all of a sudden, thinking, oh, no. Spurs are defending a corner, having just conceded off the last set piece. It changes the game. You're right. Listen, we might have, it might have played out the exact same way as what it did. But we deserve to But find I just out. mean, we don't know because we've seen it. I mean, Ped, what, what, did, what were you thinking at the time? <sighs> well, yeah, you, I, don't, I just don't understand why. I mean, they did it with the first one. Again, I don't know what they're looking for. Mm. They're looking for a foul on the goalie's keeper, given the historics and all that, and putting the ball down. Goal, you know, free kick. I don't know. There must be a better way to do it. To sort of like, because every goal gets checked. So they're trying to see if Seamus Coleman's offside. Why? What are you trying to see if Seamus Coleman's mm. offside? Like, he just stands there. Yeah, he just stands do there. He doesn't do anything. The players they've knocked it on. Mm. Like, he ain't doing anything. I don't. He's saying he's made the defender headed backwards, really. You know, has he made it? You know, it's that one. He's made a movement towards the ball. It's like it's nonsense. Yeah. It's like you've Sad. got to like they've got to get. I don't listen. I don't know how quickly that would make the decision. But if you do start worrying, well, if they look at that, what else are they? Are they looking? Has there been a foul on the goalkeeper? You know, are they going to say took a little nick off someone? It's just like. There's got to be a way so we, where we can go, right, you've scored and between the ball going from the goal to the halfway line, we're going to get this sorted mm. very, very quickly without it going on the screen. And I know this thing, like, got to keep the people informed. But we know when, when a goal goes in that they are going to check, check it. it yeah. They're going to check it. So if the ball gets to the halfway line and, the, and then the referee might go, I don't know, he might just do a gesture, he might just go put his hands to his ear and put his hand up or something. Mm. But it's the whole history. Mix of it all, it just just seems to play out in a way that just takes everyone's worried. Then and I just it's just become one of those things in football where where you you you're waiting for waiting for to lose the 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 goal mm. because you you just and people can go well just you can celebrate it anyway and it's like you know but it's a, once once it's become apparent that this is what's happening more and more in football it makes it really. Really, really more difficult, doesn't it? So well, if it, if it was like the odd goal, you celebrate and it's only the odd time that it isn't given, you'd kind of go, yeah, well, we do. But it isn't. It's mm. so often we see it so often and we've been on the receiving end. And I just think it's rubbish. And I think if it takes longer than 30 seconds, the original thing should stand. If you can't see it within 30 seconds, it should be, it should be there because it's too long. You sat in the stadium, it's too long. You can see it, wear it anyway. It was given. It ended 2-2. Um, Adrissa Garner Gay mentioned him before he was back I couldn't wait to get him back to be honest to have his legs in that midfield because he's still for me Everton are a much better side with him and these are his stats from Saturday quite clearly man of the match 60 touches uh, 7 tackles even though a lot of other places have him at 8 uh, 6 interceptions 11 of his 16 duels his passing accuracy most other ones have 88%, but it's only his 85 His heat map is he's everywhere. Um, he broke all kinds of records, broke his own record at the weekend. That stood for six years. Most tackles and interceptions in the game. He won the ball back more than anybody else in the final third, six times. And was just generally brilliant all day, Jack. 
Yeah, it was a real fire- firefighter performance mm. in midfield, just moving around the pitch, winning the ball back all over. I think, you know, sometimes because he's a midfielder who's good at winning the ball, he gets miscast as, oh, we'll play him deep, he'll sit in yeah, the defence. Yeah. Like, he needs to be able to move around the pitch and just win the ball back constantly. He's, he's just a pest to play against, <laughs> and, and mean that in the best way possible. Mm. Yeah. And you've got Garner alongside him, who's probably the second hardest working midfielder we have mm. as well, so then you just have them two covering lots of ground. And yeah, when you are against a team with a real midfield presence, that's what you need. You need two players doing the work of three men. Yeah. And I think that's what we got from both of them, but you know, especially Gabe, because he was just excellent and pretty much everything he did, other than mm. that shot he had that we got a cut on the floor. Yeah, I mean, he had, he had two shots that were off target, which is standard Garner, but Ped, 14 ball recoveries as well from Garner. Yeah, won, um, won 11 of 16 duels, mm. and uh, was was huge, was huge, and just winning the ball, nicking it back. I think he, he took it off with Charleston, which was the, the move that led up to the second the goal. Second goal, yeah. Um, you know, it's so notable, seven tackles, that's just brilliant. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he had, he was, he's exactly what we've been missing. I don't understand how people don't realise how good a player he is. It's just it's just dead strange. I don't I don't get it. But he's been great. And, um, you know, the stats there, which are provided by SofaScore, which, of course, you can download in the description, really helps the channel out. If you download that app, it's a really good app. It's free. It's free the as well. Free. Yeah, it's free as well. Gives yeah. you all the stats, gives you all the uh, games, goal notifications, everything. Fixes, do it all. It's free. Yeah, yeah. It's just go and download it right now. It's free. Yeah. Do it. Thanks. Um, let's have a look at the overall match stats from the game as well. Uh, Everton 2, Spurs 2, 14 attempts at goal from Everton, 9 from Tottenham, 5 on target for the Blues, 6 for Spurs, 4 big chances for Everton, just 1 for Spurs, and a 43% possession for Everton, mm-hmm. which is uh, yeah, which is yeah. more than what we normally like. It's, it's above almost our too much. It is almost um, it's clearly why we didn't win the game. Yeah, And according to SofaScore as well, the expected goals were 2.62 for Everton, 0.98 mm. for yeah. Tottenham Hotspur. So yeah. that shows you how well we've done. Well, Everton have now missed the most big chances in any of Four Europe. big chances in this game, according to SofaScore. SofaScore, Which you can yeah. download it in the description. If you can download it for free. Yeah, Everton have missed the most big chances in Europe's top five leagues and underperforming their XG by more than anybody else. By a lot. <laughs> well, it was 10 before Saturday, and then I'd seen a thing, I haven't followed it up, but it, it made them on their own. And that's now 30 games is. without a penalty, which is the most in Europe. Again, just record setters, aren't mm-hmm. we? No friends one does setters. it like us. Mm. Nobody. Off we go. Yeah. you got no friends. That's what they say. Okay. We haven't, have we, quite clearly? The only friend we've got is Shagger Silk, and let's see what he comes up with. So there you go, a 2-2 draw. Let us know who you had for Man of the Match. Was it a fair result? Are you a bit disappointed? We have won three Premier League home matches, and it's the middle of February. Um, that has to, or early February, that has to change soon. But conversely to that, we're also three games unbeaten in the Premier League in 2024. And we've had three tricky games, haven't we? Villa, top four. Fulham away, not a good place for us to go, and Spurs top four at the time of playing them. So, unbeaten in those. Is that the way to look at it? Case of just adding points on uh, every game. Let us know what you think in the comments section. But we will be continuing live now on Premier. Uh, to join that, the link is also in the description. See you later.